Here at the Football Ramble, there are three things we love as much as football. Movies, games and free stuff. Now, Love Film have allowed us to combine all of those things for you, our beloved listeners. You can sign up for a free 30-day trial at thefootballramble.com slash lovefilm, where you can instantly watch exclusive titles with the Love Film streaming service on your TV, PC, PS3 or iPad. You can also order via post with no late fees and free first-class delivery both ways. Access to 70,000 titles across DVD, Blu-ray, streaming and games will give you a taste of what it's like to be a Football Ramble presenter, as you can spend your days indulging in all those things whilst sat around in your underwear. You can cancel at any time, and it only takes a few minutes. So sign up today. your complaining and start your campaigning ladies and gentlemen it's the football ramble my name's Mark and I've got Jim with me hello Pete what, what happened there that was me opening a, a Coca-Cola hello was it supposed to make a fizzy noise yeah it was supposed to make a fizzy noise have you managed to flat. get sponsorship for the rest of the <laughs> just in your life by failing to prepare <laughs> you prepare to fail <laughs> and that is the voice of Luke Moore alright alright indeed now then gentlemen uh, and welcome ladies and gentlemen to the football ramble uh, Stoke City's Kenwyn Jones last week reacted quite spectacularly to a bit of dressing room bants bit of banter as, banter. It's, been, as it's been described was it a hashtag scenes well, I don't know. No? I don't know. It was pig banter. Panter. Um, <laughs> he found a pig's head wrapped in clothes, in his clothes at the training ground, so proceeded to smash up uh, teammate Glenn Whelan's car uh, windscreen because he thought he was the culprit. He wasn't, uh, apparently, um, so the, the, the perpetrator is still at large. But if you were Tony Pulis, how would you punish the players for this nonsense? Jim? Uh, what I would do... Um, is uh, I I'd let Glenn well, you know Glenn Whelan's innocent here isn't he he's done nothing so, apparently. He so what I'd do is I'd get him to dress up as Ryu mm. from Street Fighter oh, yeah. and then get the whole team together and he could just smash up the Kenwin car. Jones' car yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like, uh, like it in that like, bonus level thing in Street, in Street Fighter 2 good yeah. two minutes I think you get be a bit of a yeah. stretch yeah. well you know you're motivated aren't you <laughs> <That's> true <laughs> like it okay Pete I'd make him eat the pig's head <laughs> Oh God! Nice. So Stripping his teeth down the bony face. Yeah, you ah, properly horrible, wouldn't it? Just leaving skull. Yeah, you Awful. wouldn't do it again, would you? <laughs> you really no, wouldn't. That would be a lesson. Yeah, no, alone. you'd leave the club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just wouldn't do it, would you? Yeah, this is an arm. <coughs> He's drunk with power. I'd rather get a and normal possibly job. gin. <laughs> and not many of the players in the dressing room. That would be a head crime anyway. So okay, yeah. uh, Luke. It reminds me of when um, uh, was it Pistone got given a sheep's heart at Newcastle in 1998. Why was that? I think it was because there was wasn't it like a joke to say that he had no bottle, he had no heart, and so when the Christmas party came round, everyone was giving presents out. Someone I don't know who it was, I forget, gave Pistone a sheep's heart. Really? Yeah. Like those so end there, of the season awards. Yeah. Things. So there is form for this. Um, a, a friend of yours and mine, uh, Chimpo, one of the original Ramblers. Yeah. He, I remember, uh, the end of season awards for his club was, was given a not him, but somebody at his club was given um, a bucket of water with a football boot in it because he'd been treading water all season. <laughs> hey. God, that was, that's it. You'd have to carry that to the pub. It was yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. I'd just leave it. Yeah. Might yeah. not have been a pub. Um, I would probably force all those responsible to sign a contract extension at Stoke. (laughs) (laughs) Michael Owen wasn't responsible. (laughs) Michael Owen's the only one who's happy about it. Yeah, it was me, it was me. (laughs) (laughs) All right, um, no headbutts then, no headbutts. That's a bit obvious. Yeah, it is, isn't it? I would just make the guy uh, wear the pig's head for the next... Uh, Stoke City match mm. or all of pre-season actually <laughs> I think how hot it would be in the summer as well someone, wants, someone once tweeted me about Stoke say, said that if Godzilla marauded through the city of Stoke Pulis would run up to him with a massive XXXL shirt and try and get a photo to sign him that's, that's how much they are destructive as a team bit, a bit harsh it wasn't me so don't shoot the messenger I didn't say that someone said that to me <laughs> Jim Campbell's got the points cool Street well, Fighter 2 mm. how get do you it. feel about that Jim happy good <laughs> sound it <laughs> Oh, excellent. Uh, let's zoom into the Premier League chat. The season is finished. Is that a zoom? Yeah. That was like an old Sky Sports uh, yeah. graphic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, the se- Premier League, it's finished. It's done. It's, it's finished. Oh, God, done. Yeah, thank fuck. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Jesus. Jim supports Arsenal. Yeah, our season has been like Indiana Jones's hat. Um, <laughs> before it gets caught under the Very good. under the wall is Gareth Bale like the boulder yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that boulder's a rocket from yeah. Gareth Bale from miles out yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah oh god I can't believe it it's been so stressful but we've actually managed to do it I mean credit to Arsenal they looked so far off the pace um, you know just like, so, something more important quick can you just do a quick um, short round for Indiana Jones uh, uh, No time for love Dr Jones There you go I thought yeah. you would have done that earlier Sorry yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can wake up yeah <laughs> But yeah um, Wake up now Yeah it, It's huge That's the song yeah. Absolutely huge yeah. for Arsenal You know they've got more money to spend now um, You know the money's going up for everyone Staying in the Champions League is absolutely mm. crucial There's talk that Wenger's going to be a big player in the summer It looks like aside from maybe Bakary Sanya They're not going to lose anyone And Sanya looks like it might mm. be a sort of You know a mutual thing anyway If he does go um, So it's it's nice It's the it's first summer in ages Where it's not going to be Jim. chaos It's a bit of hope in those eyes There of yours, is Jim. yeah Because oh. Gareth Bale did another one of his specials oh. the Last minute And then it was like Oh okay This could be a little bit hairy Yeah and then it wasn't yeah. Right, well, luckily it wasn't yeah, exactly. yeah no, it was super but I thought, I thought the game was a bit strange certainly the first half Arsenal yeah. seemed very flat didn't they a bit they? nervy yeah um, Newcastle were much more up for it than I expected them to be well, after I mean, Pardew's comments of I don't care if we lose 4-0 <laughs> yeah I know yeah, yeah. <laughs> they <laughs> had to be didn't they there was talk Benjamin of, Arthur was good yeah, yeah. Benjamin Arthur was, was very good uh, there was talk of um, Mike Ashley dishing out big bonuses to his non-playing staff if they beat Arsenal so maybe that was what sort of motivated the teams mm. to try and get that money in for for, for them but, mm-hmm. but I mean obviously Arsenal popped up and Walcott could have, could have doubled their league couldn't yeah, he yeah so. he was unlucky um, he should have finished better than that but he, it was okay in the end uh, yeah. it was like, so stressful it really really is but it's over now and it's if good it, if it wasn't much for you guys I probably would have got a bit teary at the uh, Steve Harper being oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. 37th minute was it yeah he was actually in tears yeah he was yeah. I, mean, I think um, another thing as well Per Mertesacker in particular deserves credit uh, for the way he's played recently. Arsenal have been a lot more defensively sound. Uh, well, him and Koscielny have forced one yeah, on that they, side. They haven't work they? really, really well. He's, he's not injured, is he, Vermont? No, he's no, he's just um, his form's injured, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that can be one of the, some of the worst injuries. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> indeed. So, oh, thank you, thank you. That's all right. At least I could have done. Spurs have, you know, Spurs have done well. I mean, oh, of course they have. The play- they're so unlucky. The players they've they? lost, and the VS Spurs has taken them to 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 a pretty high points total. Yeah. And if you if you look at um, how he hasn't really been backed, especially going forward in the transfer market by mm. Levy, Levy sort of trusted and, and hoped, I, I suppose, more than anything else, that mm. AVB can just fire them into the um, into the Champions League on the cheap. Yeah. And it's not happened. And 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 Spurs' run, the last sort of eight or nine games of the season, well, hasn't it been undefeated? As Basically coincided with an amazing run for Arsenal, and yeah. It's been under, and, and for Chelsea for that for that matter, yeah. So th- those top five teams, the gap between fifth and sixth, I'm just looking, is is, is um, nine points. So there's a big gap between them. Everton weren't realistically in there, no. but Spurs, you know, they were unlucky. In another season, they they could they could have done it. They Spurs have had a, they've had a good season. Um, well, I Spurs mean, has got to be back now. He's got to yeah. back him. Oh, well, absolutely. He's yeah. going to start getting criticism. I mean, there is there a striker away from that top four mm. spot, the, like realistically, they if are. they had someone sort of more reliable in front of goal than Adebayor. Um, Sandro's been a big loss for them as well. Yeah, of course. When, when um, they start on those games, I know they were winning games. I know they were pinging, like pegging Chelsea back, for example. But they have, like, I think they were played with Huddleston and Parker in the middle, and it's, yeah. it's just not enough. It's not good enough. And, and, and Sandro's a huge loss for them. Yeah, um, it's funny, isn't it? Because Spurs have just failed again with the Champions yeah. League. But well, they don't think it's funny. No, 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 no. Sorry, I didn't mean <laughs> funny. Want, I, but they, they want one. They want one that Europa League. No, exactly. No, right. so, no, sorry, it, really yeah. is it is such a shame. Without being obviously, I'm always tired with the sort of hate in red in that brush, which is usually fair enough. That's where I was going but, with this. Yeah, yeah but but Villas mm. has actually given them a lot, of, got them a lot of points mm-hmm. for one in the Premier League. He's also taken the Europa League quite seriously. Red yeah. She's completely treated the I, Europa League as a joke last season. Can I sum yeah. it up by saying that? Can you imagine if Vias Boas came out now and went, "Well, to be honest, they never had it so good down there." <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine that? Yeah, that's the difference, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, exactly. Boas is thinking, right, bollocks, we've just missed out. Right, next season yeah. we're going to kick out. But I mean, I mean, seventy-two points for Spurs—that's three points more than they got last season. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 they and they came fifth. And, and last well, season they, they literally haven't had it yeah. so good, have yeah. they? <laughs> so he's improved them for yeah. losing a lot of personnel. So yeah, I mean, I think they'll hang on to Bale as well. Uh, I don't yeah, think yeah. there's much danger of him going, and they've got a lot to build on there. So, yeah. well, yeah, like you say, one or two on signings. One or two. I don't think they'll lose anyone. Hmm. Uh, Chelsea beat Everton two-one. Um, uh, Rafa Benitez departs Chelsea, having uh, got them into the Champions League third finish. Yeah, won a European trophy. Won a European trophy, which we'll obviously talk about in a, in a bit. Um, Frank Lampard's been given a, a one-year extension at the club. 
Yeah, it's I mean, you can't. It's all right for Chelsea, isn't it? Yeah. It's, um, Benitez has done an excellent job. He has done a good job. I mean, if yeah. Mourinho comes in now, with a, you know, the players like Mata, Hazard, Oscar. All better than nicely, yeah. God, yeah, it's, it's, it's <laughs> terrifying, isn't it? And it's going to be interesting next season because aside from um, Arsenal, every team in the top four is going to have a new manager. That's I right. know it, with Mourinho, if he does come back, he's, you know, well, he's they have before, a new but they still need to bet it. They will have yeah. a new manager. So, I mean, actually, that's another reason why it's a shitter for Spurs because for both Spurs and Arsenal, you know, whoever got that fourth spot, next season's a bit weird. You've got a good chance to really sort of, they got, you know, mm. make some inroads. Well, actually, to I think to instability everywhere else. Well, to, uh, to go back to the Spurs Levy thing, you know, if he doesn't see this as an opportunity next season with the amount of sort of flux that's happening through City and United um, and and Chelsea and presumably even if they get Mourinho there's nothing to say he's going to be a, a hit straight away it's yeah. difficult to go back to a club you've been successful at a lot of managers have failed at doing that in the past yeah. so Spurs have got a massive yeah, opportunity absolutely. and Levy's got to back Villas Boas mm. here uh, you say they're a striker short I think they, you're right but I also think they're probably a wide man short and maybe one or two others as well so if they, if they can do that mm. they've got a real re- really really good chance of getting in there forcing their way in there but Benitez has done a great job you know, yeah, 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 of course, well. it's, yeah. it's easy to forget the, the amount of negativity when he's joined oh my goodness. it was actually affecting the players quite <coughs> and, and, and the yeah. performances and he's turned that around I mean, the fans may not love him but he's done a good job he mentioned course, that yes. he wouldn't be opposed to managing Everton or there was something like that which was quite funny <laughs> but of course Moyes departs Everton um, and they've had a great season as well mm. it, can't, it can't be denied mm. um, and West Brom have had a fantastic season yeah. and what a finish yeah <laughs> against Manchester United it five all Alex Ferguson's uh, last game in charge I mean, we, we don't quite know but we reckon that's the only five all in the Premier League history it's a safe remember. bet I would have thought yeah. mm. um, but that is absolutely extraordinary isn't it um, Lukaku got three what uh, a player he's been this season he's had a, he's had a great year I'll tell you what Man United fans I think, I think United conceded three in the last ten minutes that is a chilling poor ten of watch <laughs> <Yeah>. the game <laughs> yeah. Well, it's yeah. just as well Ferguson's going. Yeah, Moyes bollocked as we Moyes, speak. Moyes can come in and patch that up. Those yeah. those Man United fans must feel like their parents are going holiday for the first time and left them on their yeah, own. Yeah, yeah. They're quite excited, but they're also a little bit yeah. terrified. Yeah. Well, clearly, <laughs> the five all would suggest. But um, do you think that's it? If Ferguson came in and they were like, "Oh my goodness, we're going to get it," and he looked at them all. It was like, "Ah, I'm, I'm off." I'm yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, he'll be furious. Yeah, yeah you know he will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> think you're going to leave the new manager with this yeah, yeah. that's what you say <laughs> um, and uh, Wigan drew two all with Aston Villa Wigan are already down though and uh, Pete we're going to miss them are we? <laughs> oh, uh, no not really oh right okay no, I never had any great affinity with that club but uh, no <laughs> so, oh right okay I just think the thing with Wigan is that they you know danced with relegation so much yeah. so often and they didn't they didn't learn from it they, you know, they did the thing where they pick up at the sort of second end of the season mm. and really um you know, fight tooth and nail, but they just didn't do it earlier. Well, and they've done it again, well, and it's cost them. Well, they keep all of their manager, though. I think. Yeah, that is the thing. I mean, surely Martinez needs to take some of the blame for taking them down there. I know he's won them the FA Cup. Yeah, exactly. Is well, is, is Martinez an overrated manager in one well, sense? Yeah. I mean, they play good football, but you can't argue that he never got them out of that. I think, fight. I think he's big. I think he's a good manager, but I think his biggest problem is that he doesn't. And he goes. He seems to me, from what I've seen, he sets up to win every game, mm-hmm. and you can't always do that. You can't always. Uh, it's very rare. I mean, it does happen. Um, they might have done it at Spurs, but that might have been because they got pumped about nine-one a season or two ago. But they, they, generally, they don't. They don't throw people behind the ball. Mm. You, see, you see them. In, I mean, when you saw them in the cup final, fair enough. It's a one-off game. It's a cup final. You want to win it, and it mm. worked for them. But the amount of times they've set up like that in league games, yeah, but you need to go out and win a cup final. Of course, that's different. Different thing. Mm. But they'll get picked off by the better teams. And going forward, they're fine. They're decent. But defending the way they did, no. very, very difficult to keep up. And, and like Jim said, they're flirting with danger for mm. so long. Their performance wasn't good enough in the last sort of two or three three months. Um, you're absolutely right. Two teams that finished uh, around the mid table. West Ham. I mean, they, they beat Reading four two Noble with with a hazard. Finished tenth. Well, I said they'd be top off, and you brilliant. all laughed at me. It's, it's, a, it's an excellent it's performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, well, yeah, probably did. Well, it's not yeah. it's the big summer supposed to be out the door and stuff. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he signed yeah. a new contract recently, though, isn't he? So that's obviously not yeah. going to happen. Um, the the um, the West Ham thing is, I mean, the only thing I would caveat it with, I mean, it's a great win for them on the last day, but is that um, <clears throat> it's all so close around those teams. You know, there's only five points yeah. between like ninth and. Fourteenth or fifteenth, so they could have finished between ninth and Jim's you know. prediction still stands. Oh, of course, no, I'm not saying anything away from Jim. Mm. It's a great, it's a great prediction, Jim. Well, let me wipe the egg it, off my face. If anyone's taking credit for this West Ham top ten, it's Jim Campbell. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, and, and Norwich City with a fabulous win, yeah, uh, in the City derby against Manchester City. Um, <laughs> they uh, they won. Well, City, got something to say about that, mate. <laughs> City, yeah. York City. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, Rodwell scored two for Manchester City, which is quite odd. odd first two for the club, I think. Blimey. Um, uh, but but Norwich. Does stuff like that happens on the last day of the season? Yeah, exactly. It? it all feels a bit <laughs> like the last day at school for well, most games. I think that's the consolation, isn't it? If there's not much to play for, you do yeah. get those kind of nice little ones, don't you? And then Norwich are winning there. And Norwich finished 11th. I mean, again, like you say, Luke, it's very, very tight around there, but still, they finished 11th. I mean, we thought they were in real trouble a few, just a few weeks ago, and they ended up finishing eight points clear. Yeah. And that's how close it was, you know. Hmm. Um, staying with Manchester City um, briefly. Uh, Roberto. So, so QPR finished rock bottom? Oh, yeah. Yeah, just checking it out. <laughs> yeah. And Redknapp is still in charge. Yeah, yeah. okay, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For now. <laughs> At time of recording. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> We're recording just after the game. Yeah, yeah. So um, he and a big bag of money might have gone by now. Um, <laughs> Roberto Mancini, uh, he, he paid for a full page in the Manchester Evening News um, which read Manchester City supporters three unforgettable years you will always be in my heart ciao Roberto Mancini a nice touch from the class yeah. class although um, by the sounds of things the players won't miss him <laughs> no. yeah or the staff did you see the ex-kit man kicking off on <laughs> yeah. Twitter the ex-kit yeah. man yeah. <laughs> so he's really rude it was impossible to even get hello out of him really a loose, right? horrible, horrible bloke <laughs> he, I think he is quite aloof. I think he's um, he may even have a little bit of an entourage. He's, he's one of those types of people. Is, is Manchu? There there's always been talk of him being quite distant from the players and stuff, isn't mm. there? I, I don't really. Right, to be honest, I mean, he's done all right at City for the, for the money they've been given. He's, he's he won them the league. He's delivered them trophies, of course mm. he has. But they weren't going to kick on with him, in, 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 especially in not in Europe. And that's the problem we had at Inter, as we've discussed many times. He <laughs> was always an odd choice it's because not, of that. It's slightly annoyed me actually. Some of the, People on um, in the press and whatnot saying, "Oh, Pellegrini, what's he ever won?" Nah, nah, nah. Well, with a manager like Pellegrini, if you look at some of the clubs he's been, yeah, okay, don't get me wrong. Sometimes you have to look at what a manager's won, but actually, isn't it better to ask what has he achieved? Yeah. And actually, at Malaga, he's he's got them into. I mean, they were a whisker away from being in the semi-final. Mm. Oh, um, Villarreal took to the semi-final. Villarreal took yeah. the semi-finals. Well. Uh, wasn't that the last time that the duopoly in Spain had been split up? Yeah, yeah. He's a fantastic manager, great tactician. I mean, you don't. Quite Question Pellegrini CV. Yeah, no. and you've got to look at who VRAR are as well. Exactly. An absolutely tiny club. Yeah. So well I mean, okay, so if we lobbed in like a League Cup, would that well, make it better? At yeah. VRAR, did he not come within like a missed penalty from Raquel at the final? Well, yeah, they, yeah. No, they would have tied it up with us. Okay, yeah, okay, right. Yeah, so. Uh, I, I, I mean, they, yeah, they've been relegated recently, VRAR. Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. Well, they're not coming back anytime soon. Yeah. So there we are. Um, well, that, that's it, the Premier League for, mm. for, for, for another year. Um, but I, I think, um, but you are right, chaps, in saying that the, the, the real uh, mouth-watering prospect is the top half of the table, the top four or five next season. It's going to be utterly intriguing. Have we not the, got a 39th uh, game? For the Premier League, have we? No, it's not a 39th uh, game. Maybe they snuck that in. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, it was very nearly a playoff. Exactly. Oh, that's the 39th. I'm just looking forward to a really tepid season in the uh, in the Premier League because it's always a bit rubbish on the year before the uh, World Cup. <laughs> so it's yeah, players looking after themselves, Pete. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's going to be all new managers. It's going to be excellent. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, already, indeed. Although I am quite looking forward to a break from you lot. So. Yeah, mm. um, and he's talking to you, listeners. Um, <laughs> uh, the Championship playoffs uh, are, are nearly finished. Crystal Palace beat Brighton two 0 and everyone played Watford in the final. So um, nice goals from uh, Zaha. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it shows his quality. If he can get Palace promoted, oh. it'd be a nice parting gift. Yeah, it? and then yeah. send them back down. Think <laughs> 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 he's a bit annoyed that Ferguson's gone. It must be odd for him in particular, but he's still um, signed for Man United. It's still a yeah. massive. I think it would be if, if Ferguson signed you, but also it's playing for Alex Ferguson. Imagine that it? when they're like talking, about like, having discussions. Yeah, definitely stand. Yeah, definitely. Gus <laughs> <laughs> um, Poyet has been suspended by Brighton after rowing with the chairman over the club's budget in the aftermath of the Crystal Palace loss. It was straight away. Perhaps. When you put that in the running order, I thought for the first time I read it, you you meant rowing. For rowing with the chairman, <laughs> I was like, "Why the fuck would you be rowing with the chairman?" Never row with and the what's chairman. What's wrong with that? No, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, <laughs> but it was rowing. It was rowing. Um, uh, but also, Gus Boy was angry with his own staff after the match because excrement was apparently found uh, on the floor of the away dressing room um, where Crystal Palace were getting changed. Um, and it's, it's suggested that some of the, maybe someone in the in the Brighton backroom staff or something like that put some little jobbies on that the is floor. Putting the back room in the back room. Yeah. It's <laughs> pathetic, isn't it? Is anything to do with Kevin Jones? Was that? <laughs> <laughs> I did a, a Poye wrote an, a, an email to everyone employed at the club by saying, for some reason that is still not clear to me, someone during the day had access to the away dressing room and done something terrible <laughs> <laughs> trying to upset everyone related to Palace 
To say it in clear English, someone had a poo <laughs> all outside the toilets, all over and around the toilets. We've all had ones like that. Uh, uh, didn't stop Ian Holloway dancing. It yeah. could have enhanced it even. Yeah. It, look, it did look like you were slipping on something. It did. <laughs> it was how a- stupid does it make them look? Yeah, really so whoever did that. Yeah. <laughs> but um, Ian Holloway's dance moves. Yeah, I'll be. You, if you haven't seen that, do check them out. Yeah, I've seen them. Very, little... very jerky. Well, Wonderful. yeah, but he was in the, in the joyous moment, <laughs> I think. It's just an outpouring of, uh, of, of what he felt at the time. And Watford Palace in the Monday. final. Watford Palace in the final. Next Monday. Yeah. And the League One playoff final uh, was won by Yeovil. It was, yeah. Yeovil. Oh, I'll tell you what. Brentford. You know, Brentford, I thought that Uwe Ross did such a good job to lift them for the playoff semis yeah. after that disappointment. I thought they were going to do they, they, didn't, they didn't start at all well against Yeovil. Not against and, Johnson's Yeovil. No, and, and they um, yeah, they overwhelmed them. Brentford got a goal back sort of later on, but it was too little, too late. It's good for, for Gary Johnson. He's missed out in playoffs before. So I mean, Yeovil in the Championship. I saw an, inter- mm. like, an interesting tweet earlier, which is that Yeovil are now a division higher than Wolves. How strange does that sound? That is very strange, yeah. isn't it? And Portsmouth. Yeah. Two divisions by Portsmouth. Yeah. Um, and the League Two player final, Bradford um, beat Northampton Town 3 0, and it was pretty much over um, before half time, Pete. Yeah, what a season for Bradford. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Just, Northampton just didn't turn up at all. I felt really bad for their fans because they just didn't look. It was a bit embarrassing. Even, even when Akin Fenwell came on. That was far too late. <laughs> yeah, he had yeah. half an hour to change things. At two nils, you should have brought him on. They were three nil down after about twenty, well, about half an hour. Yeah, yeah. it's a shame, really. Uh, they, they really weren't weren't first at anything. Naki Wells played really well. He's obviously a good season at Bradford. Scored a lot of goals. Um, and yeah, and Jim said it has been a good season for them. I mean, you know, cup final all sorts. It's been, it's been a very good season. Um, so that's really um, is it really for, for English football? Um, obviously, we've got the, the Championship playoff to come. So, uh, uh, so Yeovil and Bradford they go up. The Premier Ch- League's well, been done and dusted. Champions League final next weekend. We've got no, no, sort of British English football. That's yes, at Wembley. Well, before we talk, finalists in a way, <laughs> probably be an English fourth official or something. Providing <laughs> the venue. <laughs> <laughs> you welcome again. Europe. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, if Keys was, I know oh he probably is on Al Jazeera going, uh, "Oi, not bad the stadium, is it?" Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I love it if David Bernstein, when uh, whoever wins the Champions League final, instead of doing like a trophy f- presentation, they do a presentation to for 150 years of the FA, <laughs> and they're up there instead. <laughs> Kenyan just there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. Let's go to Spain, where there was a fantastic Copa del Rey and Atletico Madrid have beaten Real Madrid <laughs> for so the good. first time in 114 years. Why is it? <laughs> oh, 14 just... years. <laughs> um, no, no, it's an awful long time, but what a final. And it was at the Bernabeu as well. <laughs> and uh, Atletico, a wonderful, wonderful win, Jim, for them. It's brilliant. It's so funny when Madrid lose like that, isn't it? Because mm. they're, you know. So rich. It's taken 26, 26 matches it took Atletico to beat them. Well. 26 matches! How many players <laughs> are talking to Mourinho now? It was three <laughs> last week. <laughs> well, the match was. Um, yeah, uh, why was it in. Why was it, in uh, it was played at the Bernabeu. Um, now, the match was. Well, it, it was also on the Friday night and it mm. was meant to take place on the Saturday. It was actually moved because of the Eurovision Song Contest. That's Lovely. crazy. <laughs> if you're not from Europe, um, the Eurovision Song Contest uh, is shit. Um, <laughs> but uh, it, and it, is, it is as bad as it sounds. It mm. truly is. So to move a, a, a cut final for mm. that is truly baffling. Yeah, lots of ironic parties taking place. Yeah. Basically, that's so, probably why that was. So Falcao just wins things. He's oh, one of those yeah, players. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. a trophy magnet. Sorry, mm. but it was held at the Bernabeu because I think uh, both clubs and the Spanish Football Federation all agreed it should be held in Madrid. A sensible yeah. solution. Yeah. Yeah. Um, take note, FA and uh, the Vicente Calderon holds about twenty five thousand less than the Bernabeu, so it made mm. sense to have it. Actually, there. on that wasn't wasn't it mooted that if the um, playoff between Arsenal and Chelsea had to happen, it would be at Villa Park. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just Hand- put it at Wembley. That's handy. No, but I don't think it could because it wasn't available, was it? Champions right. League and player. Uh, yeah. okay, and course. then they're obviously White Hart Lane wouldn't be having have, that. Have it at oh, another no, London stadium. It would have been hilarious <laughs> having it at White Hart Lane. Could you imagine that? <laughs> <laughs> Bill it at something like the Champions League. We're definitely Love in the it. Champions League cakewalk 2013. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I give Spurs like a thousand tickets. Yeah. <laughs> Come along if you want. <laughs> It was either there or Upton Park or yeah. something. I don't know. It's not happening anyway. Where are we? Oh this yes, has happened. Um, yeah, Copa del Rey. Um, yeah, Ronaldo scored a header to get the game going, but then Diego Costa equalised after a lovely assist from Falcao. Yeah, yeah, that was an incredible bit of work. He just, just had like four men around him. Just no, he's you're so not. bloody good. He's at just football. a step ahead of everyone else. <laughs> it's such a quick brain I'll be sad if he goes to Monaco after so yeah well, he's well, I think he's um, distanced himself from that Has straight he, yeah. away isn't he okay right well, yeah it took a while I, a lot of credible reports are suggesting it could happen mm. well yeah you see that Monaco have been promoted they got a lot of money Ranieri's manager there's, there's a lot of things that can make to it to go to a, for him 
to go to he's won the Europa League twice I think yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean they've qualified for I mean stay at Atleti they've yeah. qualified for the Champions League they can really kick on um, but it, to go to a, a promoted side a newly promoted side playing in front of 10,000 or whatever it is yeah. that Monaco but the game. money reported that he's been offered the money I saw was something along the lines of 60 million euro transfer fee mm. and Falcao to get 10 million yeah he'll, he'll make an awful lot of money so he can do that elsewhere yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, yeah, he, yeah, he, course. Could, he could go to probably Chelsea or City or something like yeah. that. But he had a good game, didn't he? Yeah, yeah but there might, there might be talk. You know how some some of these deals work? They he, he could go to Monaco for six months or a year and then get transferred back to Real Madrid or something like that. You know the mm. the, the way that behind the scenes goes on in football. But back to the final itself, though, um, uh, we have to say that the young Belgian keeper on loan from Chelsea, Courtois, had a great game. He's a magnificent goalkeeper. He made a He's stunning, so a stunning save against oh, from Ozil. Ozil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's as good as a goal that kind of save. Mm. He, he is I, I, honestly, he is one of the best goalkeepers I've ever seen. Really? He's so consistent. I mean, he's so consistently good. Better than Andy Gorham. Mm, which one? <laughs> <laughs> but he is. Nice. He is. He, he, is, he is so good. He is so good. <laughs> Better than Ian Walker. <laughs> Steady on. <laughs> but I, I just don't see why he is not. I mean, I could because Czechs had a decent season and Chelsea have done well. But I mean, you can see Courtois going back to Chelsea. You can and and, and actually and actually forcing his way. And he's so young as well. He's got time on his side. Yeah, I yeah. think he's magnificent. Honestly, I genuinely think whenever I've seen him play, he's been so so good. He needed a bit of help from Juan Fran to clear one off the line. Oh, but Real Madrid were so dominant. They had so many good chances. They, had, they hit the Ronaldo had a lovely free kick. He, he um, hit under the wall and it came back off the post. Yeah. And he did that thing where he really had a temper tantrum. Yeah, mm. um, I, I can just I could because of what we've talked about with Mourinho and, and the players in the past. I can just imagine whenever. Someone missed the chance to run back down the other end of the pitch, just looking over at Reno, going, "That's your fault as well." <laughs> well Mourinho was sent to the stands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that game yeah. had pretty much everything. He was yeah, sent to the yeah. stands. Ronaldo um, was sent off Ronaldo harshly. Was, I thought. Well, he tried to sort of kick out, didn't he? But then there was um, a lot of play acting. Gabri was sent off. For it's Super funny that he, for Atleto as well. It's funny he got sort of a kicking out because obviously Simeone yeah. and Beckham. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Simeone's done a fantastic job there, mm. hasn't he? Mm. He loves it. Absolutely marvellous. Um, and uh, I mean, yeah, Real Madrid hit the post a number of times. They they should have uh, done done better, really. And then uh, Real Miranda headed home the winner in extra time. And I did quite like um, what Miranda said afterwards. He said, "I wanted to score that goal goal for all the kids who laugh at my son every day for being an Atletico fan." <laughs> <laughs> but there is, I mean, there's such a big, a wider context to this game. It's not just a case of oh, they haven't won in a while. It's, um, I mean, Sid Lowe was writing things in the Guardian, things like you know, this is the next day of their lives or something like that. You know, it's an enormous achievement yeah. um, and the whole city is obviously uh, it's, it's just Real Madrid dominated because of their success over the years and Atletico Madrid have been so unlucky um, so it's absolutely marvellous and, and, and also there's a nice little uh, thing that it was the year that Real Madrid were meant to win their 10th European Cup but instead Atletico have won their 10th Spanish Cup yeah, so nice. they've kind of taken it there Diego Simeone said uh, if you'd have made the fans an offer in which you'd said we won't win against them for 14 years but when we do it'll be a cup final at their stadium with them scoring first hitting the post three times and us winning an extra time they'd have signed up for that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a bit boring now what was going to happen though yeah it wouldn't be the same yeah, that's season true. has been an absolute disaster for Madrid it well, really Mourinho said like they'd that they'd be able he? to sort of claw some Mourinho said I failed the season for, for Oh, it's not often you and Mourinho say oh, well he said he hasn't won a trophy it's the, the worst season of his career he argued he said in, in the first couple of seasons obviously they won, won the cup and then, and then won the league and they were could be, could be deemed as a success as they, as they were but third season he's you know he also had another dig at his side when he was saying about the second season wasn't a failure because they won the league and got to the Champions League semi-finals and lost on penalties and I'm sorry but I can't take penalties mm. <laughs> little digs yeah <laughs> um, and then uh, he also said this is the worst season of my life uh, I'd never finished a season uh, without one of the important trophies the Super Copper does not satisfy me for many coaches it would um, and he's got a contract there for three more years and he said he hasn't sat down and, and talked about the future with the president I mean, there's no way he can stay it's untenable yeah, yeah of course he can't stay unless he just you know gets rid of all but three players mm. yeah <laughs> exactly. he's scored yeah mm. it's a one on one formation yeah. that's it that is it um, so uh, Spain's nearly done um, the Europa League is done another league that is finished Chelsea they Chelsea won it. won it they beat Benfica the first side to hold the Europa League and the Champions League at the same time that's what Benitez does for you <laughs> <laughs> Rafa's men they're going to keep singing that song aren't they yeah I expect like, so yeah. Champions of Europe we know what we are yeah. blah 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 <laughs> well Arsenal better do something about it mate yeah <laughs> well Pompey could help oh, yeah. <laughs> we're not we're alone trying. <laughs> 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 bankrupt 
Out or Newcastle yeah. or the team Marcus supports, yeah. possibly. I don't think. Yeah, different league, mate. Different the Hurricanes, league. the yeah. uh, 90s ITV show. <laughs> oh, yeah, I used to love them. But I tell you, Torres got a nice one. It was like old Torres. It was, wasn't mm. it? Yeah. Ivanovic with the last gasp when everyone was pleased goal, that was. it was a lovely header Benfica were excellent in the first half but they Benfica just never sh- threatened should have been up should yeah. have been a goal up at half time Chelsea just defended really really resolutely in their own box when it was getting pinged about and mm. they just they just nullified them Benfica still not won a European trophy since Bella Gutman cursed them away back in the early 60s yeah um, incidentally if you haven't heard the Bella Gutman go on the website and have a listen to it because it's, yeah, it's just great hilarious man, great profile that, yeah, in yeah. case you heard about this curse of, of Benfica but they, that, they actually started the game very well and, mm. and they should have been ahead they yeah. should I mean, they, exactly they should have been up at half time Carlos got that penalty to equalise but they should have been ahead and I think it started to play on their mind a little bit and Benitez changed it around a bit at half time um, and uh, the Chelsea came out a lot better they really did Yeah, um, they, they deserved it in the end Chelsea because they stuck in there they, they, they battled away and they, and, they, and they turned out to be you know, the better team by the end of the it play. is such a shame for Benfica um, and they had that great team about do you remember the side they had in the Europa League about three seasons ago where they went and they were brilliant and, and they had Ramirez and they had David Luiz oh, and they yeah, had Carlos yeah. up front and they and, and they had um, they, Maria too yeah exactly and they bottled it against brilliant. Liverpool Anfield they, they were playing they're just knocking the socks of everyone they're yeah. knocking the ball around lovely and they went to Anfield and it was one of those times where you think <clears> you know what that is still a big place to go for fa- for, for clubs, mm, you know. Even mm. though Liverpool aren't as good as they used to be, and they completely changed how they play. They 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 went into their shell, didn't knock it around, they just got yeah. picked off. And they should have got at least to the final that season. They had a great team. The last time they were in a European Cup final was nineteen ninety. Oh, against Milan. Against the, um, Milan. Yeah, yeah. Do you know who's in charge of Benfica then? Who? Sven Goran Eriksson was he? Yep. Wow, <laughs> he's a bit of a legend there. In the early eighties, he won them the cup on his cup, I think. Wow, um, he's a legend. Like Graham Sunez. Nah, something. he's a legend everywhere. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say oh yeah and of course they, they last minute missed out against FC Porto yep. yes as yeah. well. I mean, it's been a bad week for them like you can an say. awful week yeah. an awful awful uh, week me, one thing I would say is and it was sort of negated by Benfica actually starting the final quite well but for them to lose to Porto in that fashion and to see Jorge Jesus drop to his knees yeah, being oh, completely no, yeah. desolate and it was like oh god oh nice to see John Terry, John Terry in his kit again Pete yeah, yeah. well they said it's a UEFA directive but there's a couple of other players that didn't do that yeah, yeah. yeah. he put his shin pads on as well no, 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 did he, did he? they don't I think he has shin pads this time did he not I think he did the Champions League I don't think he did this time Small child got in the uh, lifted the cup, didn't he? Was that a Liverpool fan? Yeah, he was like, cheeky was scouts about? kid, wasn't he? Yeah, he just sort of um, slipped in in front of um, Luis, I think it was, and, uh, and and shook the hands of all the great and good at uh, UEFA. Oh, was, was it Rafa brought him along for more? Support, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it just kind of he sort of went, oh, he's just a, he's just a really um, inquisitive boy, and I think he sounds like a little shit to me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well. funny, it was funny the, the old Terry thing because, like they say, the UEFA, the UEFA do say if you want to lift the cut, if you want to lift the cut, you got to be in the kit. But like Keenan Skulls and stuff, and they won it in '99. It may have changed since then. Well, what, they, what they they they're going to do if you there. ignore that rule? Well, well Keen, yeah. Keen was yeah. yeah. I don't know if the rule was in place there, but Keen was obviously club captain at the time and basically said that winner's medal doesn't mean anything to him because he never played in the final yeah. big JT lifting <laughs> he actually lifted the trophy with, oh he was it care, he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a good club man Jim yeah. mm. think he wins that award at the, 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 the end of season yeah, yeah, every club, club man <laughs> most improved <laughs> most improved um, uh, and uh, obviously the <laughs> oh. um, I wouldn't even bother with allegedly in that sentence um, uh, the Champions League final will be Taking place at Wembley, it's Borussia Dortmund versus Bayern Munich. We already knew that, didn't we? Um, yeah, exactly. In case anybody's missed anything, yeah. <laughs> the last thing. Who, who'd you fancy, Jim? Bayern, I would think. Ooh, I fancy the Wembley sausage lady to have to up her game substantially because <laughs> the last sausage I had at Wembley was That's disgusting. Yeah, and, and they will be very hot on that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and they, and they cost a lot of money, so. Yeah. Beware Germans Beware uh, But who do you Who do you fancy for the win I reckon Vinyl win <laughs> Luke I am happy to go With whatever person Is going to give me A free ticket to the final The Klopster <laughs> Yeah You want the Klopster to win I, yeah. I, th- I think Dortmund Have got a good chance I think Dortmund Have got a better chance Of beating Bayern Than any other team would have How about that Yeah that's fair enough hmm. There yeah. we go um, Well that's it For the uh, the main body Of the show And uh, now we're going to go To Pete's game Yes, we are going to go to Pete's game. Um, Luke, you had a title for this one, didn't you? Both uh, and oh, it, to remember it. It's not actually mine. Someone sent it to me, and I can't remember their name. Okay. So, oh, I think it might be it might be friend of the show, Murray James. Right. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, so, how about um, Michael Barrymore's My Con of People? Yes. Nice. Yes. 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 Yeah. There you go. Mm. Right. Uh, first clue. I came through the youth ch- uh, youth ranks at Chelsea alongside my close friend John Terry. Stop. Is it J 
Jodie Morris. It's a great guest, Jodie Morris. <laughs> no! Oh, no! Go on, go on. Bloody hell. Yeah, as soon as you said it, I thought... Up yours, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> I'm glad I wrote all those clues. <laughs> yeah, good. Good. Right, shall we uh, move on then? <laughs> right, no correspondence oh, this week. Anyone got anything they want to fill for? No, no <laughs> correspondence this week, um, because we can't be bothered. Um, no, that's not true, because we are going to go straight to the profile. Jamie Carragher. Ladies and gentlemen, it's David Beckham. Oh, in your come, Dave. That's it. Get him in. Anyway, thanks for listening. Yeah, you know it all. <laughs> Everyone knows all of it. As we start this, stop whatever you're doing. If you're yeah. on a train or you're in your bedroom, whatever, get a picture of Beckham up, mm-hmm. your favourite one. Mm. Look at it while you're listening. There's plenty of haircuts. Yeah. Uh, allow, allow your hands to explore. Oh, may, yeah, or maybe get a folder of Beckham's images and haircuts throughout the years and, go, and move with us. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, it's been a funny old time of the Hall of Fame. We had Sir Alex last week, yeah, and now we've got Debeck. Um, I couldn't believe my luck, really. In one, obviously, it's a shame he's retired, mm. but I thought, oh, 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 I just didn't see it coming. I, 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 I genuinely thought he was going to do at least one more. Season. It didn't surprise me that much. Did you see his last game or his last appearance? Of yeah, we'll, we'll come on to that at the end. Yeah. Um, so it's it seems quite strange to put Beckham in, but I'm, in a sense, I'm glad that we've got the chance to do it. Mm. So we are going to begin, like we always do, by saying that uh, he was born on the 2nd of May 1975. Oh, eight years mm. after the Summer of Love. Indeed. Um, I love this. He was born at Whips Cross Hospital in Leytonstone. <laughs> was he really? Yeah. <laughs> That's that is so good. <laughs> Isn't it just? That, oh. Why is, that so, why is that so good? Whips Cross Hospital. Oh, right. Okay, I get you. Yeah. <laughs> You're back in the room. <laughs> a bit slotted, yeah. Yeah. Jody Morris get over it <laughs> get over it I'm the game <laughs> yeah he, he was um, in Leytonstone in London started playing football from a very young age signed schoolboy forms with Manchester United at 14 years old um, hair would have been probably quite t- tousled reasonably long yeah. um, but not really a definitive start as yet he's just though. starting out yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I remember Brian Robson talking uh, on the television about, um, I think they were away to West Ham back in the day, and he remembered that Ferguson brought the young Beckham into the change rooms after the match to meet some of the players. And Robson said he stir- turned to, I think it was Steve Bruce, and they were both like, this lad must have potential. If Fergie's showing him around, yeah. mm-hmm. he, want, he really must want him to play. Well, uh, that, around that sort of age, how old was he then, then? I think that was when he was signing the forms, perhaps, maybe about 14. Oh, okay, right. Something like that. But you, you're going to move on to the Youth Cup. Well, Manchester just, United well all I was going to say was it's probably a bit after this but Adrian Clark, who is the same age as Beckham I oh, played for Arsenal in yeah. Southend and yeah and, play, and played in the same uh, England youth teams and stuff mm. said that um, at one point I forget what age he said obviously a bit after this said that no one really rated him that highly and then when they, they but he, he wasn't in a squad for what, maybe six months to a year or something like that mm-hmm. came back because obviously they played the same position Adrian yeah. Clark and him at that time and he said he couldn't believe the improvement he said yeah. he said, he said uh, it was unfathomable and yeah. obviously it turned out to be that he had worked so hard that's he right. was interested in nothing else yeah. and he just improved to such an extent as Adrian was, was completely sort of baffled by it mm. we won the youth cup at Manchester United and came through the ranks at the club similar time to Neville's Skulls button gigs of course yeah. uh, he made his way up to the first team after signing professional forms he only played a few times though and he was loaned out to Preston North End in 94-95 season for, for a month or two um, and got I a couple of goals he did get a couple of goals one from a corner I in my head they were both from corners but I'm maybe no, just one of them, was. One of them was, okay, yeah. right, yeah. but he remembered at the time thinking that he was feeling like surplus to requirements at United and was worried that he'd be sold on and he kind of begrudgingly went to North End but had a great time there and, and mm. funnily enough he um, he didn't want to leave afterwards he had a, such, a, such a brilliant time and David Moyes was playing um, for, for Preston North End there and he said it's weird to think that, that isn't it? really <laughs> weird yeah. it does and, and, and Moyes said everyone who was a part of that team still remembers him and still wants to talk about how they played in a team with David Beckham I'm no different I love that <laughs> <laughs> that's I nice that, yeah. <laughs> but he went back to, to Manchester United he played a handful of games for you know, as I say in 94, 95 and then Ferguson like we talked about in his profile sold Ince, Hughes and Kanchelskis and brought the youngsters through transformed that side big gamble for Ferguson it though. was a big gamble mm. after going a season without a trophy for the first time in six years so the kids came in and lost their first league match of the 95-96 season away at Aston Villa 3-1 and that was the first time I personally remember Beckham quite clearly I think there was a Champions League game against Galatasaray maybe where he scored he, he but played in the 5-0 against Newcastle as well he did <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but, but that was my first vivid memory of, of Beckham because he scored the one and I still can't work out whether it took a deflection or not but it was a decent hit mm. and, and, I think I remember that. and he was away um, 
and that season they went on to win the League and Cup double Beckham established himself as United's right sided midfielder all the girls at school fancied him <laughs> and, it, and it was away and it was in the opening day of the 96-97 season he scored that goal against Wimbledon from the halfway line that he became a household name well, that's when he moved from you know being potential good, um, yeah. good player you know people who liked football knew of him as a good prospect to making that sort of leap towards almost household name at that point yeah you know yeah. I mean, people sort of forget how hard that is to do. Well, like <laughs> halfway line. Yeah. I know, like, <laughs> just sort of like, uh, bearing in mind, you know, it, the keeper wasn't, it, it wasn't like there was no keeper. Mm. There was a keeper. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Of sorts. Of sorts. <laughs> no, he was a good keeper, Neil Solomon. Yeah, still is. Yeah. Hair update, sort of slick back, sort of gelled, but also coming down the sides as a No, 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 no. Still dark. Yeah, no, not blonde on that shit. Still uh, dark. Yeah, yeah. Still dark. Because I, I, I remember I had them before him. Did you? Yeah, and I was really, I was really quite annoyed when he got them. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. Oh well. Oh well. Never His mind. PR did well covering that up, didn't it? <laughs> um, is that exclusive? You do get some silly people that are like, well, that, that goal's like the most overrated goal. It wasn't that. It, it's from the halfway line. <laughs> yeah, just shut Pete, up, it, those people. Pete, shut up. As Pete said, if you were just in a park. With no pressure on you, there's no goalkeeper. You just tried. It's flipping hard. Yeah. No, sorry. He's like, he's like 21 years old at the time. Or something yeah. Like that as well. It's absolutely outrageous. Playing in the same team as you know Cantona and all the rest of it. I remember the sheer goal. The celebration. The celebration yeah. was was he was joined by I think Brian McLaren, Brian McLaren was, and Big Jordi Cruyff. Oh, oh yeah. Right, okay. yeah. In very good company. Yes. Yeah. Um. So that season. Um, he made his England debut as well played a big part in England's qualification to World Cup 98 uh, he was voted PFA Young Player of the Year and we saw his flair for free kicks and, and the odd spectacular goal was coming through I think it was that season where he scored a nice one against Spurs in the FA Cup um, now we fast forward to World Cup 98 I mean th- we really could ponder on these moments for so long <laughs> but you know we realise we only, we've only got you for a certain amount of time listeners um, uh, so World Cup 98 he was left out of the side for one reason or other I think Glenn Hoddle seemed to be quite critical of the young Becks um, and, and Beckham certainly mentions in his book that Hoddle's man management was a bit piss poor well yeah, he sort of hyped <clears> him up quite a lot didn't he uh, um, and then in the world, in the actual tournament itself I mean I don't think Beckham had the best I mean the following season he was superb yeah. but I don't think he had the best season from memory no, he did alright he, he played in every one of England's qualification but, games but didn't Hoddle sort of set out to try and start building the team around him <clears> and then was got a bit dis- disappointed with his sort of off pitch antics and left him out of the first two games didn't he yeah he was um, he didn't play at all in the first game and he came uh, off, he the, came bench off the bench against Romania yeah, and made a bit game. of a difference because yeah. he played with Ince and Batty behind Skulls I think yeah. he played a 3-5-2 but was there not I mean I may, I may be misremembering this but was there, was there not a particularly difficult decision to make about picking him or not because the formation they were playing because he well, was a right midfield player and he wasn't well, really a wing back no he wasn't a wing back although well, he could play wing back and he did play wing back for England a few times and people thought why is Darren Anderson playing in front of him on the wing back but Anderson actually was an excellent wing back he should have been playing ahead of say someone like Batty which of course is what happened I mean, he was a good player but you don't need Batty and Ince if you've got Ince Beckham yeah. and Scholes yeah. that's a great midfield who's mm. going to basically kick people in the face <laughs> that's <laughs> true. yeah um, so when D- Beckham did um, start against Colombia in a match England needed to win he scored his first England goal with a superb free kick mm. and, and, and you can tell Beckham absolutely loved playing for England even then he obviously England went up against Argentina in the second round and Beckham provided I did the pass for Owen's goal got sent off for that kick out against Diego Simeone and everything changed for the young handsome man who had the world at his feet um, because building up to that this is when the blonde highlights have come in by right, the way okay, yeah. okay. Um, the, building up to that it was like my goodness we've got a guy who could be a genuine world superstar mm. He's, he, and he, even right down to his looks um, and his voice well, as, as, Frank, as Frank Skinner said, uh, I saw his talent, I saw his ability, I saw his looks, and I heard his voice, and I thought, that's fair. <laughs> 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 yeah. But, uh, but, it, but it, on, on a more sort of serious note, that after he got sent off, there was a hate campaign. Mm. In it the was over the top. It, it was, well was over the top. outrageous. Ten brave lions and one silly little boy. Something like that. One yeah. stupid, stupid boys, kid was yeah. kid. He was victimised uh, when England were eliminated. For a young man, that says a lot more I about society was, than it does about him. Of course it does. I think he was 22, 23. Yeah, and instead of obviously he knows he knows what he's done. Yeah. Um, and by the way, can I just say also the kick out on Simeone? Mm. It wasn't even that bad. No, of course. Yeah, it wasn't I, petulant that bad. It was. It was like a little flick out. It wasn't like a big kick or a bit of. You can violence. understand. You can understand it was ascending. I think the ref could have given him a yellow. Well, Oof, but anyway, agreed. but that happened. What kind of message does that send to Beckham of the past, eh? Mm. Hey, true, it's mm. true. Mm. Yeah, he he he's learnt from it though. I think. <laughs> um, he said after the game that Hoddle never even spoke to him. Mm. 
Never even spoke to him. Well, um, Huddersby, uh, that's Huddersby's biggest problem. He's exactly. Not really a, man, a, 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 a man manager. As we said, not really a man. Many <laughs> <laughs> nonsense. Um, many football fans around the country had an extreme dislike to, to Beckham, yeah. it's safe to say. And that lasted a while. It lasted a long, long time. And, and it was very unfair. And it was, he was made, I mean, well, the scapegoat, as I say, although the sending off obviously doesn't help. But England went out. You know, it was a good Argentina side. It was well, on penalties. One of the problems was the Romania result, which meant England finished second in their group. And that's play Argentina well that's right yeah was but it West Ham when they had a an effigy hung an effigy yeah of Beckham yeah I mean yeah. It, again for those who don't live in England or can't remember that it was a disgrace like you would never know now what actually happened to Beckham the way he mm. was treated it was, it was shocking West Ham have got more of a, a case though because they don't actually know what it's like to win the World Cup so, <laughs> yeah. so it hurt for them more Anyway, um, so, so, so Beckham came home um, to England playing for Manchester United uh, and, uh, in the 98-99 season and they played Leicester City on the opening day at Old Trafford. They were 2-0 down. Beckham set up the, set up the first with a, with a trademark cross and then in uh, injury time, a beauty of a free kick to yeah. equalise. And that got him going, really. And that season, he was magnificent. And, and it has been commented on before about how important Ferguson was yes because Beckham was his public enemy number one his ridiculous set of circumstances mm-hmm. and he went back to United to Old Trafford and he said in the past that you know he felt it was like a real cocoon for him and Ferguson mm-hmm. really looked after him he could yeah. contract his club football May United for, if they've got any faults it certainly isn't that they don't yeah. look after their players properly and, and he felt like he could really kick on again because he was looked after properly at the club mm. and, this is- and, and the season he had yeah, ninety eight, ninety nine, which yeah. we're going to come and talk about, was was he was so good. Yeah, it's so. And good. It, also at the time he started going out, I think with um, well, his now wife Victoria Beckham, and so again that a lot more media attention as well. So the, the, I mean, the spotlight on him, um, every it was intense. Move, it was intense, and it was he was scrutinised with with absolutely every move. Um, but uh, but what a season he had! I mean, if you just look at that season alone, most players would be happy if that was stretched out throughout their careers. <laughs> the goals he yeah. scored, the assists, the goal scoring opportunities he provided with he was so instrumental that year yeah, I mean, in, the, in the treble winning season yeah. I, I, I mean he was a part of that wonderful quartet of, of gigs uh, Keane Skulls and obviously himself he made Gary Neville's crosses look terrible <laughs> <laughs> uh, he really did um, one of the things about that Waddle quote that was this week about yeah, how yeah. Beckham wouldn't be in the top thousand players since Nonsense. the inception of the Premier League if Beckham had just played in that season yeah. he would be yeah. Just with that season, oh, yeah, he'd be in the top twenty probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, really, he, he really was superb that year. Provided York Cole, Sherringham, and Shelsea with many an assist. Got a lovely one in the semi final of the FA Cup against Arsenal, Jim, which mm. we forget because of the gigs goal. But it was yeah. a fantastic goal. Yeah, from quite far out, bottom left hand corner. Yeah. He was Past brilliant for a long ranger. He was. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's t- I mean, the way he struck. I, the ball. I hate saying was. Yeah, I know, yeah, yeah, too yeah. fresh. I know he still is. He still can. He can still do it. He strikes the ball obviously very well. Yeah, I mean, Man United won the treble that year. Beckham was voted. Yeah, now <laughs> Beckham was voted FIFA as a runner-up to Rivaldo in the FIFA World Player of the Year and runner-up again to Rivaldo in the European Player of the Year awards. Now, ladies and gentlemen, there are a lot of silly people out there. This kind of proves that he wasn't just a hard worker who made the most of his slightly above-average talent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris. It, it is. Yeah, yeah. Chris <laughs> Waldle. Yeah. When, when people talk about Beckham and think, "Yeah, no, he was a good, he was a great player." Yeah, he really was. Um, uh, these these sort of awards. Are voted on by fellow players, fellow managers, stuff like that. Yeah, you can't really get any more of a pure assessment of a player's ability and talent and, and, and yeah. effectiveness on the field. I mean, even, even if you take to the side that he fucking won the treble, yeah. he's already won the Champions League. <laughs> that's it, that's it. Yeah, if you need any more evidence, he's been voted second in World Player of the Year. By every. I mean, that's. Yeah. And that could, happened twice as well. Yeah, and, and, let, and let's say. That and that quarter of an hour against Progress, so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, no, that's coming up, Pete. Jump the gun. But, <laughs> More um, than a quarter of an hour. It was. But, um, that, yeah, it, in that vote. All the ma- all the people who vote can pick any player in the world, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, and yeah. most of them, or a lot of them, pick Rivaldo. Beckham. But after him, <laughs> <laughs> it was Beckham. But you see what I mean? Yeah. Um, but all this was still not enough to get the press and a lot of the fans off his back. Even the England fans, mm. yeah. a lot of them. Well, we know that they're a bit silly. I can but, remember. Uh, that. I mean, it happened quite a lot in the night. I can remember Shearer getting booed everywhere. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. By fans because because of um, I don't really know why. Mm. And I think that's why he didn't want to play. Wasn't that bothered about playing for England later mm. on? Well, follow, fo- the following season, um, he won the league again with United. Uh, was sent off in the World Club Cup for a silly foul. But that again, uh, he actually got sent off quite a lot in his career, Beckham. He did a few about times. seven or eight sent off. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, four, I think, Real Madrid. Um, but yeah, that made matters worse. Uh, he went to Euro 2000 playing under old Kevin Keegan. There's his mensch. Um, <laughs> play, played well in the qualifiers at Beckham. He set up both of England's goals against Portugal uh, in the first game where England were pretty poor. And again, some of the sections of the supporters really gave him some horrendous abuse, like really, really nasty stuff yeah, about his about son his wife and, and all that kind of stuff. And he was seen giving them the middle finger, actually. I think that's just maybe the press slightly began to change because not all of them were against him for that. Mm. I think even they realised they were... Pro- well, because they were bloody part of the reason well, why that was happening. Up, yeah. Exactly, exactly. And hopefully one or two of them had some kind of a heart and, and, and realised that. So after the Euros, Keegan stepped down. Beckham was given the captain's armband for the first time in a friendly under, under Peter Tal. And it wasn't um, long after this that England appointed their, their first foreign manager. <laughs> Enter Sven. Yeah. Um, his little smile through his pop shoe. Uh, <laughs> Well, he made Beckham uh, the team's captain and went about securing qualification for World Cup 2002 on the back of England's defeat against Germany. Sven's got to take a little bit of credit there. He mm. weren't in a good way. So, mm. in a sense, he's coming in too. To the <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but um, Beckham's critics were, were beginning to sort of soften to him, as I must say. He scored some uh, crucial goals in, in qualification. But it was at Old Trafford against Greece where he put in a memorable performance that won the hearts back of all those idiots and all the press that had previously hated him. England drew two all with Greece. They needed to, to better or equal Germany's um, result against Finland. Germany fortunately failed to beat Finland at home 0-0 and of course England were, were dreadful against yeah. Greece. Dreadful. With the exception of Beckham, we just did everything. With the exception of Beckham, who dragged them through, kicking and screaming. Mm. In the second half, he was just a one-man team. It was, again, it's worth YouTubing because he played like a man possessed. Mm-hmm. He, he was, was absolutely. He was, it's, it's probably the best performance I've seen from an England player. I'd, I'd agree with that. I'd second that. Yeah. Um, and, and then of course he got his moment in the 93rd minute or whatever it was England were 2-1 down needed the point <laughs> and steps up and scores a glorious free kick at Old Trafford as well at Old, Old Trafford this is my house yeah, exactly <laughs> exactly. and it was it was like, and this is, he's got the shaved head shaved now head, shaved head, yeah. shaved head. Yeah. and it was like he, he, he put his foot on the ball and just said no yeah. I'm having this and you're all going to bloody well love me for it <laughs> yeah. although he wouldn't have thought that because he's a very humble man yeah. but um, I think some of the journalists said that when Beckham walked through was it the mix zone or somewhere like that a lot of the journalists they all actually stopped and just applauded him no, how good of them! Yeah, yeah. this well, is uh, why. This is why. Yeah, yeah true. You put this, it like that. It's these sort of things. Beckham brings into focus why sometimes we're quite contemptuous about like tabloid hacks and stuff because they are a lot of time. Yeah. And there's no better example than Beckham. They embarrass themselves. Yeah, they really. They do. flip like that. They flip back and forth yeah. like that. Oh, what? So he stuck a free kick in the 93rd minute. So now we can like him again. Mm. Grow up. Yeah, mm. Do you know he's actually doing something. Yeah. It, uh, oh, indeed. And, and, and in 2001, Beckham was again voted runner-up this time to Luis Figo in the FIFA World Player of the Year. Again, overrated. Not bad for a player. <laughs> in the top 1,000 Premier League players eh Chris Waddle? yeah yeah do you never see do a Beckham smash up a pub with a, with a football are you <laughs> <laughs> I hope not just for men oh dear um, in just the, for Sven just ah yeah the ultimate yeah. man yeah. Um, in the lead up to the World Cup in 2002 Beckham was putting in great performances and uh, scoring his fair share of goals I mean the thing is like when I say I'm sort of summing up very briefly there there's so many great goals that we could dissect and go <laughs> into yeah. Um, uh, but this was uh, the, the season where he broke his metatarsal bone in his foot after a challenge by Aldo Duchia in the Champions League which was a hatchet job against Devil Team what do you think yeah come on head of the World Cup Argentine it's a hatchet job <laughs> it's a terrible tackle he, Beckham did score a superb goal against Devil Tivo in the Champions mm. League away that, 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 Devil Tivo had a good team back. they had an excellent team but that Beckham um, it was the whip and loop mm. and you could just imagine the keeper born thinking, out of whips cross hospital exactly <laughs> <laughs> when he was just about to size one up and as it leaves his foot the keeper's like oh no yeah. <laughs> there it goes yeah. he never hit it with his laces that much no. but the pace he'd get on it yeah. as you it's said slow. the technique is like nothing we've seen no. um, certainly in this country um, Beckham managed to just about get fit for the 2002 World Cup started against Sweden but it was in the second one where he had the last laugh against uh, Argentina um, scored the only goal of the game where England effectively knocked out their rivals really hmm. um, and that was the great thing about Beckham and, uh, and England under Sven you know we beat Germany 5-1 then beat Argentina it's like we were going to go back round and, and do everybody who'd wronged us obviously yeah, didn't happen <laughs> didn't last yeah. very long but still we had those two games <laughs> yeah. you know and my goodness I, wanna, I wouldn't flip and kill to get that back but, um, <laughs> but after the World Cup um, Beckham's relationship with Sir Alex Ferguson started to, to wane a little bit Bit. There was the infamous boot kicking incident. With the Alice Band. Alice Band. Mm. Yes. They, they were, we're moving on. Flip to the Alice Band section of your flip chart. <laughs> <laughs> 
to see the butterfly stitch yep. and yeah. bleached hair scraped back into the Alice band. That's your favourite Beckham look, isn't it? No, I'd probably say the one just after that, where he had quite long right? hair. 2003 after that. Oh, Madrid. When he signed for Madrid. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. I Samurai, well, top knot sort of job. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that was quite yeah, nice. Yeah, I quite like World Cup 98, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Jim? We'll come yeah, back I'm, to you. I'm, no, I like the Real Madrid look. Okay, oh, sort of I like the later look as well. That wins. That wins. Um, Let's not talk about the cornrows he had for a bit. No, yeah. not, not for a while. Um, he did have uh, that season. Um, his, his celebrity lifestyle off the pitch was perhaps interfering to Alex Ferguson. Certainly thought so. And he then there was a few little fallings out. He he was sometimes on the bench and, and that kind of thing. Um, he did have a great performance though against Real Madrid in the Champions League, where he came off the bench to score two one with an excellent free kick. That was a proper whip. In off the bar, flicked the bar on it on its way in. Another one of my favourite Beckham free kicks. I mean, there's so I think he's got six. This could go on for a while. Yeah, true. Yeah. Just a quick mensch actually of, of the one against Barcelona in the three or when they won the treble. Mm. That was so far out; it was ridiculous. Mm. Um, so he signed for Real Madrid in Whoa. 2000. There goes Sorry, the water. Yeah. Uh, Beckham signed for Real Madrid in 2003, and. Uh, and we signed for Madrid in 2003 we've still got another 10 years <laughs> yeah, you better go. speed it up <laughs> well he went to play for a team that included Zidane, Figo, Ronaldo and Roberto Carlos <laughs> glorious <laughs> yeah. Yeah. absolutely glorious otherwise known as Jim mm. uh-huh. I remember him scoring a brilliant goal for Madrid where um, he had the ball sort of um, sort of proper like long range free kick distance but it was in play but he had no one around him so he just sort of rolled it forward let it stop and took it like a free kick yeah. Yeah. <laughs> brilliant <laughs> I, th- I think my favourite cross he ever did was uh, oh. Madrid where it, where it sort of it's sort of it's that pass it's, oh, to it is, Ronaldo oh, it's lovely. that pass that is, that is very YouTubeable <laughs> yeah. um, he's got it out wide and just it's like the ball's on a remote control yeah the he ball just suddenly it. suddenly just decides to go left it goes yeah <laughs> straight on Ronaldo sort of slides in and scores I mean it's it's one of the greatest passes of all time <laughs> damn it all um, and it's funny enough Beckham's first six months and his last six months he was superb for, for Real Madrid I mean he had a good time in between but those two were particularly good mm. um, the side were firing on all cylinders when he joined but they kind of ran out of steam in the second half in, uh, of the season didn't win anything but uh, but he scored some great goals in Madrid played some some excellent football um, his performances probably weren't quite up there with the same consistent levels um, at Manchester United it's a bit of a circus at that point though wasn't it yeah. it was so difficult yeah. I mean he was played on the right and then he was in the middle a bit he was sometimes in the middle of Gooty wasn't he yeah you got a revolving door manager I mean Capello came in at some point didn't he as well yeah in- in- indeed scored a number of free kicks too for Madrid which is impressive considering how many free kick takers they had <laughs> yeah. in the <laughs> well, he got one, one every five games yeah that's it half a goal yeah I can't remember if it, which match it was or maybe it was even in training I'm sure it was a match though but, but like Zinedine Zidane I'm pretty sure um, when he received a pass from Beckham he actually applauded it and later <laughs> said like it's like the best pass he'd ever received wow <laughs> <laughs> again overrated as a player <laughs> <laughs> obviously shit the best bit of our generation is saying that is the best pass yeah, he's ever yeah. received do, yeah. I, do I believe Zidane or do I believe some anyone else some kid in like, his parents bedroom on the internet <laughs> I think I believe Zidane dear oh dear I mean don't even believe us really no because no. we are, we are in his bedroom on the internet <laughs> that's true yeah. Beckham played for England at Euro 2004 missed a couple of penalties in that tournament and England went out of the quarter final stage it was a bit of a shame um, he had a better tournament in Germany in 2006 uh, assisting Crouch and Gerrard for their goals against Trinidad de Vega scored a free kick against Ecuador in the last 16 mm. um, and and he became the only Englishman to have scored in three different World Cups mm. quite a nice little I, I, think, I don't know this is definitely true but I'm sure I read that um, he's the best he's the big, highest assist maker for Eng- England in, mm. in international tournaments is that right? yeah I think so yeah, yeah. it would make sense um, and after 2006 World Cup he stepped down as England captain under Steve McLaren and was succeeded by John Terry McLaren tried to move him off didn't he? tried mm. to move him out yeah he dropped mm. Beckham altogether from England well he tried to make a statement didn't he but mm. it was the wrong one to make a stupid <laughs> statement was that I am incompetent yeah <laughs> the, the statement was Sean <laughs> Wright Phillips and Aaron Lennon are getting ahead of Beckham in the yeah. side <laughs> statement is I don't think it's that important to qualify <laughs> tournament <laughs> <laughs> and no one believed it no one agreed with the, the second part that counts yeah unless you're David Beckham yeah. Beckham went um, <laughs> nearly a year out of the England setup, and it, and it was at this time um, at Madrid where Fabio Capello had been appointed and he wasn't playing Beckham much either um, and it was during this time that Beckham probably thought enough was enough so uh, he wasn't good enough or so we were led to believe according to Capello and McLaren he wasn't good enough to start or even get it in England squad and, and barely came on the, off the bench for, for, for Real Madrid so at the start of 2007 he announced that he was joining the LA Galaxy mm. that summer and I remember feeling 
And this is no disrespect, but quite disappointing because I thought he still got a lot to offer at Madrid yeah. and, uh, and, and such. Well, he's got a 32 at the time or something like that. Yeah and, yeah, and Capello after that said, well, Beckham's played his last game for the club. We can't trust him to do a job because he's got his mind focused on California soon. Club president Ramon Calderon said Beckham was going to Hollywood to be half a film star. Mm. Very sneery. Mm. However, Capello was so impressed with Beckham's dedication in training despite all this that he actually went back on his word and put Beckham in the side for the fight for the title mm. and it wasn't like Madrid that they were cruising away or mm. that it was not much to play for it was very very important and, and Capello saw how he was playing and put him ahead of some decent players haircut update uh, Mohawk at this point I think Ooh, oh, I'm not sure no I think Mo- Mohawk's 2007 Mohawk's 2007 yeah, yeah. okay could yeah. be could be um so Beckham um, broke back into the side quite incredibly um, and played like a man possessed he was instrumental in Madrid winning the title that year and bowed out with a La Liga title to his name which was absolutely fantastic and as it should be yeah um, Capello admitted that he'd made a mistake with Beckham and the club tried to almost like sabotage his move to the Galaxy by keeping him there yeah. a remarkable turnaround and again against all these adversaries Beckham's cha- turned round and walked off and they're, they're all blowing kissy faces and wanting him to stay <laughs> this is what happened to me now when he went on loan isn't it yeah exactly, exactly. Well, there's a, there's a yeah, yeah, there is um, uh, quite a, a, a number of times that's happened throughout his career. Um, and Steve McLaren had also woken up at this point as well and brought Beckham back into the England side. Um, and he played in the. In, uh, there was a qualifier against Estonia, two assists that he, he made, and one for Crouch, which was one of my favourite passes as well. Absolutely fantastic. Beckham's first couple of years at the Galaxy were a little bit indifferent. Um, he scored some great goals and put in some all right performances, but was accused of not putting his all in, really. Um, he did okay, but his best was was still to come there. But in two thousand and eight, he got a loan uh, loan moves rather to Milan, which was just lovely. Yeah, just lovely. Great to see him back, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and in fact, actually, of all the kits he wore, I think I liked seeing him in that Milan it kit the most. It did feel right, didn't it? Yeah, indeed, it did. Two icons together. Ah. Um, now, some people at Milan and their supporters held reservations about Beckham's arrival, wondering if he was up to the task. He was. Uh, he found himself <laughs> and playing, that's that. Yeah, he found himself playing alongside Maldini, Sadov, Pirlo, Inzaghi, and all the boys. It was, yeah. What I love is that Beckham went around these teams, playing mm. amongst all these great players, and they all loved him mm. to have an Englishman in front in, with all them. Yeah. I remember Gattuso being particularly vocal about him not not wanting to leave and stuff. Yeah, well, they they tried to um, sign him um, permanently after he left, but he actually wanted like too much money. Exactly. Yeah. In his third appearance for Milan, he got a great free kick um, against oh, Genoa was it maybe at the San Siro from a really tight angle one of my favourite free kicks actually um, but Beckham said he'd like to stay at Milan and not kind of return to the Galaxy which um, <laughs> didn't go down that way. Well. annoyed people understandably <laughs> yeah, yeah. at the Galaxy uh, there was a lot, of, lot of banners saying part time Beckham exactly his salary was scrutinised he was making an awful lot of money um, Landon Donovan um, fell out with him um, he clashed with some supporters uh, who felt he wasn't giving his all as we say um, he did help the Galaxy win the 2009 Western Conference final, um, but was soon back at Milan for a second loan spell in a bid to help him be selected for the 2010 World Cup. During this time, he played against Manchester United at Old Trafford, mm. which was nice to see him back there. And he was cheered by by the, the United faithful. His second spell at Milan wasn't a good one, though, as he tore his left Achilles tendon, which made him miss the 2010 World Cup in South Africa, which was gutting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It really was such a shame. Um, but yeah, he, was, he went there as like an advisor, didn't he, yeah. instead or something? He was there. Yeah. He was there. Um, and uh, he, he didn't play for England again. Um, he, I mean, he largely reduced to, to cameo appearances before the World Cup, but finished his career. Um, for England with 115 caps the second most capped player in the history of the England national team Peter Schiltz number one Peter Schiltz number one mm. it's funny isn't it with, with Beckham like, he got England out of so many scrapes yeah and and he so many goals so many assists he was so important for the he was side. a big game player as well yeah exactly he was uh, so with, reliable with, with the, um, with the um, exception of when he was very young and he made mistakes in big games generally he, he seemed to relish it and, and, and really thrive on that big game occasion Mm. which is always always a really good talent for a player to have mm. uh, he returned to the Galaxy and this is where he kind of really knuckled down to life in the MLS he won the 2011 MLS Cup scoring some lovely goals too signed a two year extension in 2011 was enjoying life um, in, in America won it again the following year didn't he exactly and, yeah. and once again he'd won the fans over yeah. from giving, it seems to be a link doesn't it he gets a lot of stick and then wins them over mm. and everyone loves him um, he had he, he helped generate the interest in the MLS uh, with the American public that he set out to do um, I'm not sure how 
successfully was at that but there was certainly some success and in his last game at the club he won the MLS uh, Cup again and was given a standing ovation by the fans yeah. and then incredibly earlier this year 2013 Beckham joined PSG on a six month deal the 37 year old Beckham was seeing out his playing career with uh, some League 1 and Champions League football mm. who could have seen that <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's right. starting against you, Barcelona and then coming on at the new camp. Do you think there's some element of a commercial interest in signing him? It, possibly, but but as but he um, can still do the business, mm. so you know they go together well. Mm. But he didn't look out of place that much with Zlatan and Pastorian. I mean, he, yeah, he clearly wasn't one of their best players. But, but again, um, Zlatan sort of said, exactly. went on the saying, you know, he's a great person to be around in the dressing mm. room and, and elsewhere. Mm. Leonardo Ancelotti and Zlatan, as you say, all commented on that. What mm. an important figure he was. Uh, and a great professional as well um, so there probably would have been a little bit of the marketing but that whole marketing thing oh he's there to sell shirts well actually at Real Madrid he was there to put in some performances as well mm. uh, you know, I, I'm not having that so much this right. is a marketing machine that they go on um, he captained PSG in his last professional game playing in Paris against Brest and provided an assist for a second goal and, a, and it was it was a bit emotional before he got subbed off yeah, the teary eyed yeah, David Beckham yeah, I mean I think, I think the reason he couldn't play in the very final game of the season is because he's got because of his Achilles I believe the team they were playing the last of the season L'Oreal yeah I think they might have had a plastic pitch right, which okay. meant he couldn't play but bearing in mind he'd only been there five or six months all his teammates gave him a great send off as if he'd been there for years mm. but when he got subbed off all his teammates came up and hugged him mm. it was incredible Left the, it's, like, it's like something I've never seen before um, he's only been there a short time and it was almost like the PSG faithful felt it was their privilege to witness his last match because yeah. mm. you know old Svenigans once said that he was the world's biggest sports personality right, okay. he was loved by so many people wherever he went he was loved yeah. and, I mean there's so much that we could have talked about Beckham outside of football as well but, but that's not what the man's truly about no. he loved playing football yeah. everyone loved Beckham wherever no, he No, question is work right. No, not enough. at all. Yeah, I mean, ever. Ferguson said he was the most dedicated player in training yeah. early on. Um, but everyone loved him and respected him as a man and a footballer wherever he went. Um, and he wasn't just some marketing machine. He was a top player. And everyone he played with recognised that and applauded that. Um, no other player has perhaps been universally loved quite the same way as Beckham, you could mm. argue. Um, and he was and is an institution. And for those of us who have witnessed his entire career from start to finish... It's been a real pleasure yeah. and a real, real yes. privilege. And, and the fact that, of course, we're English and he's English as well just makes it that yeah. so much nicer. A guy with genuine technique as well. Yeah. Um, the goals and memories, performances, stories and joys um, that will all have those wonderful memories. He bows out with league titles to his name in England, Spain, America and France. Um, and he faced adversaries wherever he went and won them all over. And we will end with a quote, who else from... Darius Vassell <laughs> he always used to say he wished he had my pace but I told him when you can pass a ball like that there's not much else you need <laughs> <laughs> Darius Vassell's pace there yeah, yeah. David Beckham yeah. comes in David Beckham OBE comes yeah. into the Dean Hall of Fame we the love Knighthood's just around the corner absolutely this is very much seen as like the Golden Globes to the Oscars of the Knighthood you know? indeed <laughs> ladies and this. gentlemen that is the end of, of the Football Ramble um, if you'd like to get in touch the email address is show at thefootballramble.com and the website is thefootballramble.com get us on on Twitter at Football Ramble and get us on Facebook facebook.com forward slash Football Ramble there it is say goodbye Jim goodbye say goodbye Pete goodbye and say goodbye Luke bye see you next week gang bye.